Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. This is Chris Davis with the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm listening to Section 336. Hey, this is Big Bad Bud Norris, and you're listening to Section 336. Hey, this is Kevin Gosman, you're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. Hey, this is Jay Gibbons, you're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. Are you crying? Are you crying? Boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearing, stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who turned down tickets from the Marlin man to join him at the World Series just so he could be here for the podcast, the zany one, Burt Rohde. It was either me or uh, backstop Amy that sits back there with him in <laughs> Milwaukee, and I think she uh, she got a better seat than me. And we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Yeah, and then you'd have to wear that big M&M jacket. Was that guy paid by M&M's to be there, or does he really like that yellow M&M's jacket? I was talking more about the girl who was sitting next to Marlon Mann. Yeah. I, I didn't notice the girl. I oh, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> he's he is liar. so full of it. Full of it. Uh, so full of I'm, it. I'm serious. I, I, I oh, yeah. By the I, oh, oh, look at the M&M jacket, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so there really was a girl just with him the whole time? Oh, Okay, she's a staple of uh, Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Yeah, yeah, she she's uh, she's like oh. their version of Marlins man. Well, he 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 jumped on the wrong horse for that one then. Well, Josh and I I don't believe for a second that you didn't notice her either. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't. Now I'm having to Google second. her. Okay. I, well. Front row, Amy. That's her. Yeah. Most passionate Brewers fan you will ever meet. Love Miller Park, love keeping score, and she, love and, cheering on my boys. Go and, Brewers, go! And the boys love her too. I of think. course, yeah, yeah. And, and meanwhile, meanwhile, in Baltimore, we get Carne. I thought for sure they must put her there just to distract the opposing pitchers. And then, like when the Brewers are pitching, she goes and gets a hot dog or something. <laughs> Puts on her jacket. <laughs> that's that's how they got so far. Certainly, you wonder how Milwaukee, such a bad baseball team, got so far. Yeah, man, that makes sense. At the, that's, that's such a bad baseball team. They made it to the NLCS. I know. I'm I'm a little better. Yeah. I mean, it goes to shows like small market teams like Milwaukee, like the Orioles. Every you know, twelve years or so, you can make it to your league championship series and but, and lose and but, not and not go to the World Series. Right. But Moneyball, yay, yay! <laughs> but now I do understand why Jonathan Scope sucks in Milwaukee. Why? Because uh, of front, front row, row Amy? Front row Amy. I don't think. I think 
he, he was. He, I mean, it certainly wasn't an issue with this series because you know his eyes were only focused on Manny the whole time. So. <laughs> right, that was a different issue. Yeah, but he went what? Oh for seven, oh for eight, oh for seven. I think yeah. Um, stands. Not not, not really not, a contributor. Not the scope we know. Yeah, it was a weird season for him. I mean, I was thinking about it. He Manny only literally had two good weeks. I think the entire season and was terrible for the rest of the time. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. a crappy 2018. He did. He did. But thankfully, the two best weeks were right before the trade deadline. Good for <laughs> yes, us. Yes, that helped a lot. <laughs> and now we got Villar, who's probably better. Yeah, so in the World Series, we got the Red Sox and Dodgers. No surprise, the Red Sox has the biggest payroll in baseball at $228 million, And the Dodgers have the third biggest payroll in baseball, $199 million. Right. But yeah, it's, it's parity and anyone can win. And that's sure. only because you can't have two American League teams in there, in there. Well, and the Red Sox won like 108 games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, They're the best team in baseball. Yeah. I, I heard a lot of nonsense out there about this being a huge upset that they beat the Astros. Mm. Get out of here. They won 108 games. No, right. it was definitely the best two American League teams playing each other. Yeah. I, I, I wish it would have gone more than, what, five games? Four games? Right. That's what yeah. made the— Three, Five. Five, right. yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. what made the National League fun is it went seven games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched the Game 7 National League. Otherwise, I hadn't been watching uh, any— I watched half of it until it turned into a little blowout. Yeah. I, I, I watched uh, all but the last inning or so. The— it was. It was. Uh, I thought they were ridiculous for putting Josh Hader in so early. I thought that was ridiculous. Right. I. I think maybe um, what we saw happen a little bit here is this stuff about the Super Bowl pens, a little overblown maybe, because in the end you got you got uh, teams with good starting pitcher, uh, good starting pit, pit, pitching that that get you to to the World Series. And so, I mean Milwaukee with virtually no starting pitchers. Sorry, Wade Miley. Right. Um, <laughs> and and it showed, and it showed as they had to use the pen. For one, it dragged out the games. These were, these were some of the longest games. Yeah, I was looking at the time. Oh, actually, the Red Sox the, and and the Astros well, are the, even longer. The Red Sox always have long games. Yeah, I mean, the average game I was looking for like was like three hours and forty minutes for like a nine inning game. It's yeah. ridiculous. They got it. This the pace of play is kind of ridiculous. It, is. it makes it a little bit hard to watch. There's so many step outs. The pitchers take so long. Then the hitters call time almost right, every at bat. Stare downs. It's a little bit, a little bit long for me. Right. Uh, and we got a couple guys. Uh, uh, Dave Roberts been, has been the manager in Los Angeles for two years, three years now. But uh, yeah, what's his name? Alex Cora is a Alex rookie Cora. manager, yeah, right? Yeah. With the Red Sox. Yeah, but that's uh, a pretty sweet deal. How, how do you get to be a rookie manager with that type of payroll? Yeah, I mean, we saw with Aaron Boone too with the Yankees, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah. J- just kind of given like, this great squad. That that payroll, that team is going to make any manager look good. Yeah, especially in the American League where you don't have to make like it's way harder to manage in the National League. No wonder we, no wonder, uh, you know, Bucks and the Orioles sucked this year. Like he had to have been bitter. It's like I've been doing this my whole darn life, and then these two bozos who uh, don't know uh, a cutter from a slider uh, are coaching World Series caliber teams. Yeah, I think they right. know cutter from a slider, but do you? But do you know? <laughs> I mean, these, these are, Buck knows the difference because he t- says not to use the cutter. Uh, the, the, but these are former players, um, and, and the non-cutter rule I think came down before Buck. Yeah, but do you That's know been what? A long time do oil you, way. Do you know what Ox Cora has going for him, and what Aaron Boone has going for him? Hundred eight wins. That Buck Showalter does not, besides good baseball teams, yeah. is yeah is is their yes men. Ox Cora is a yes man. The GM tells him how to order his lineup, where to position his players. And Alex Cora says yes, sir, and and go and goes about it. And Buck Showalter is not not is not a yes man. So I think honestly, I don't I don't think Buck's going to get a job. I don't think anyone's going to hire him because he's not a yes man. And that's sure. what you want now. Who, sure. Who's the manager of the Brewers? Uh, Craig Council. Craig right? Council. Craig yeah. Council. Craig Council. All hundred pounds of them. Craig Council should win uh, manager of the year. To, he to, uh, he played to, under Buck Showalter, did he not? To take that team what, with the Diamondbacks, maybe I to think take so. that team to the NLCS with Wade Miley be, being one of your starters, starting pitchers. The way he used the bullpen in a national league where you've got a national league is much harder for managers because it's all about how you manage the pitching and, and their time through the lineup and all that, uh, that I was very impressed that he could get the Brewers to this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the manager year is not based in playoffs, so you're not supposed to let the playoffs. No, but he got a year vote. Yeah, but he got him to the playoffs. Yeah, he, he they they won their division. What nine ninety five wins or whatever, um, kind of outdid a lot of their expectations. So, and, and it's sure. stupid that uh, awards shouldn't center around playoffs. Well, there's different awards for playoffs. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I thought the thing with Wade Miley where they threw him for one batter. I thought that was. I know everyone's saying, "Oh, it's within the rules." I thought that was kind of shady and bush league. Yeah, I thought a little bush it, it, league. It's, it's very Tampa Bayish. 
Yeah, it is. And I don't like just I mean just go out there and play the game. I just go play the game. Don't, don't why with all the tricks. Get out of here with this nonsense. <laughs> right. And they they ended up losing that game, I think. The Brewers lost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to despite the shenanigans, they lost. So they got the last laugh. Yeah. The, Do- um, the Dodgers got the last laugh. Uh, before yeah. before we get to the Ravens, if we are going to get to this Ravens, we're going to talk about why I had Can't to pay wait. for a coffee today, which I'm not happy about. Uh, but but before we get there, uh, talk? Can we crops? talk a little uh, Manny Machado uh, shenanigans going on here? Sure. So there were three incidents. Before we get to the uh, DX suck it symbols <laughs> and the crotch, the crotch grab. The, the crotch grab? The crotch grab. Um, but but be, before we get there, there was the, I think. Johnny Hustle is where it started. I think. Well, even before that, there was the play running to first base. Was um, that, but that would, no, no. The play running to first base was after Johnny Hustle. All right, fine. But there was a couple incidents. There was the, the comments, but on the field, there was at least one, if not two, dirty slides in the second. Yes. Punching the shortstop in the crotch on his <laughs> yeah, way down. Yeah. The old slide down. A lot of crotch stuff going on with Machado. Slide and punch. Slide <laughs> yeah. and punch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Need to go back and revisit American now, Vandal. I think Machado might have something to do with that, too. But <laughs> but the run in the first base when he steps on uh, the first baseman's uh, foot. He yep. does Yeah, like kicks it. Yeah. Um, the, he, the, the toe drag. The old toe, toe drag as he runs by. And then there was the the quotes after, the, and you're right, I think this was the previous game where he didn't hustle down to first right. base. The, the I'm not going to be a Johnny Hustle quotes were the day before because then I never saw him run so far, hard to first base to when that guy's foot was in the way. Oh, yeah. Li- literally, the in, in in game seven, the bunt he put down on a three and two count, which was a ballsy move. Yeah, I saw that. We're all into the crotch. Nobody I'm, out, I'm nobody on. Move. Yeah. Um, uh, he, wait, that, that said, it was his fastest time ever. From home plate to first right. in his career, right. <laughs> who's t- who's timing that? I don't know someone's timing it's, it. It's on Twitter. It's, Someone's give me a it. break. But come on, it's somebody it's, needs a life. No, it's not a life. It's stat track. Baseball is filled. Oh with yeah, stat stuff. track. But but we're real just quick. Oriole fans, so we don't get all the analysis. Congratulations, you're ruining baseball. How about here's the quote? It said, "Obviously, I'm not going to change. I'm not the type of player that's going to be Johnny Hustle and run down the line and slide to first base. That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. Now, that's not who I right. am. Now this isn't." New for Manny. We've had this discussion over the years, and you yes. guys have told me that I'm stupid for caring that and he doesn't button up his shirt. And he I specifically hustle. have said that yeah, hustling was overrated. You and I have argued about it yeah. because it, it irritated me during a lot of his career in Baltimore. Yeah. So to, for him to go out there and, and <laughs> go out there and not tell the media, and this is in the NLCS. Yeah. Yeah. That he doesn't hustle. Yeah. Why? What? Why are we seeing a different Manny than we saw in Baltimore? Oh, I don't think we are though. That, I think that's your point though. It's the same. I think it's the same Manny. I think he's more outspoken because he doesn't have Adam Jones and Buck Showalter there. Oh, see, I disagree. I think he's, he's on the national stage I think there's now. more mics in his face. Yeah, more, of I course. Think more mics. Yeah. If the Orioles were in the ALCS, they'd be all up in his face. Why aren't you hustling? Yeah. Um, Why don't you top button your top I don't think button? So. I mean, you guys remember. I feel like it's a clubhouse thing. And it's cool. I, I can't see no Manny and, and Scope go out. Uh, Beating the the Red Sox and doing suck it out out of no, it's sure. definitely hey, the hey, national stage. Josh, do, do you not it's the remember? NLCS. Every pitch counts. Do, do you not remember not long ago when Chris Sale fl- uh, threw behind Manny yes. Machado and Manny Machado went on yes. an f bomb tirade yes. about the Red Sox? That's true. And and he went after Donaldson. Yeah, and, and yeah. Donaldson. Like this is not no, new behavior. Manny, it's just all of a sudden we see it all at once. Yeah, because it's there's only two teams playing right now. <laughs> and I also think like when things are like the stakes are so low, you can play at Baltimore. Like, but when you play under the high stakes, like everything gets you. you everyone's just more high strung, mm-hmm. and Machado is is higher strung, and so some of the stuff comes out. But I love it, and 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 so, and going against Josh's argument on a hustle, I'll say this all the time: you give me twenty five guys. On a baseball team who are super talented and don't hustle at all, I'll take that over twenty-five bums who are good hustlers, right? Because you want because talent wins out in baseball sure. and in sports, not hustling. We all could hustle our butts off and suck. Uh, it's all about talent and talent plays. And Manny Machado's got talent, so I'll take the talent. You and you can take Johnny Hustle. I, I found it hilarious that the next day he makes all those hustle comments. I listen to like uh, Baseball Tonight podcast and turn on ESPN and MLB Network. Yeah. And all the national media guys, the big guys, are defending Manny and saying, "Well, he's he's careful running to first base because he's hurt himself twice running to first base. Oh, is so that kind of hustle? That's and, then, and then that night he runs as hard as he can and and and." kicks the guy in 
does the toe drag. <laughs> it's like if that's the way you're going to hurt yourself. He's not scared of hurting himself. He just lacks hustle. Can, can, can I also say I think he is well within his right. I, I did not mind the toe drag. I didn't mind it that much because if you're a first baseman, Josh, you play first base in a highly competitive yeah. church league softball team. I've had collisions. <laughs> yes, and you know this is why they had to go to the two bags. Yeah. The, the orange yeah. bag, white bag. Right. Because first basemen don't know how to play first base. Right. You catch the ball and you got to get your foot off immediately. He caught the ball and his foot remained on first base. That's yes. how injuries happen. Yes. And I get it because I'm also a petty softball player. Yes. And I would have ran into that's kind of your move right there i, I have you over here judging manny that's your move i have definitely ran into second baseman and first baseman on semi-purpose but they're in my way yeah and is it common softball. is it common practice for the first baseman to have his foot on planted not, on top of the not, bag not no it's i always thought it was on the edge it's on the slid edge. up next yeah, to it right it's on the edge yeah. it didn't yeah, yeah. make any sense yeah so i i but I no get, one's talking about that guy i get it i just it was just kind of weird to uh to force it like that. Well, and that and that could have happened with anybody. It could have been anybody running to first base, and you got to ask yourself: Would the first baseman have kept his foot flat on the bag like that for any other base runner? Yeah. Or just because it was Manny? Because Manny punched a shortstop in the crotch the night before. <laughs> uh, or yeah. is it just it just Manny finds himself in these situations quite a bit? He does because he's a bit of a hothead, right. and we've known this for a long time. And, and speaking of Manny being a hothead, he's had run-ins. With the Red Sox before. Sure. So that's going to lead up to a fun World Series. Yeah, but before we get there, the um, I did not know, and Puig, and I guess they were doing this all season, I don't know, but Puig and the and the DX suck it? D-Generation X, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that, I guess that's still a thing. I didn't know. I think Shawn Michaels is uh, co- having a comeback now. Really? I'm not up to speed on my wrestling news, but I've, I've seen him pop up. What? Uh, but Shawn Michaels is not part of the DX. Sure he was. Oh, he was? Him and Triple H? I'm sorry. I was a WCW guy, okay? I'm a no, NWO WCW. D-Generation so. X, the uh, Mad Dog Jesse James. Do we, do we need to go adjust our intro video a little bit Had to add a few more clips? Little suck it. Yeah, yeah. Or at least a crotch grab. I don't know. Or how about the DX theme song? But I like how was it one of the, uh, I like how a couple people on Twitter trying to defend Manny Machado were like he's just adjusting his cup, guys. People adjust, baseball players adjust all the time. So I like <laughs> right. that as an argument. He was just doing right. some he was, adjustments. He was down just there. doing an adjustment, and it yeah. just happened to be that it was at the crowd. How does he staring at the crowd? Right, yeah. right, right. Then then the next excuse is oh the people in the crowd they like that. So it's a fan favorite. Your guys, um, uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are wrestling tonight on Raw in a tag team match. I don't care. Shawn Michaels and Triple H confirmed for Raw tonight, right after Section 336. Tune in after our show. After that, is there a match between Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan? Aren't those guys getting old? They're pretty old. <laughs> they're uh, it's a, they're going against Kane and The Undertaker. Get Holy crap! Here. On is, Raw tonight? I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm out of here. All those people are dead. This is Someone's going to die in the ring. This is 2001 is what this is. Or 1998. Is what this well, is. They're all setting up for the XFL. Speaking of bringing things back from the dead. Uh, are you guys, uh, what are your thoughts on watching Manny kind of go all, Not I don't want to say. Villain or yeah. a heel? Yeah, yeah. He's I was, was going to say Manny being Manny, but it's, this is like Manny being Manny on steroids. <laughs> um, are you, and he, like he's kind of fully embraced. I feel like this, this at least in, in Milwaukee, you kind of fully embraced this. I mean, they right. booed him. Yeah, yeah they sure. Booed him. Oh. But I they bear- boo- they boo him in Boston. They boo him in yeah. Oakland. Yes, but, but this was a more intense boo than I've ever I, heard. That's the wish, National League Championship Series. I wish we could boo in Baltimore like they booed him in Milwaukee. It was impressive. It was impressive good. boo. Are, yeah, yeah. Is that, but what are you guys' thoughts on Manny? Are, are you guys are you guys enjoying this, or is this kind of embarrassing as a Baltimore fan? Like, what's your reaction to Manny Machado and, and these shenanigans? I I keep going back and forth because uh, <sighs> part of me just hates Manny Machado I, now. I. D- all right, I kind of you know how we joked about burning our Manny Machado stuff. I have a Manny Machado jersey, and I really dislike Manny Machado now. I'm open to burning Manny, Manny Machado jersey. I see. I've leaned that far, too. I I felt those feelings, but then I also got to think. I mean, if if he was with us, he'd be our guy. It's like outside of Baltimore, people hate Ray Lewis. Yeah, right. they I hate him it. everywhere. They hate Ray yeah. Lewis. Yeah. And if I wasn't a Ravens fan, I would hate Ray Lewis. Yeah, but he's our guy. But he's my guy. Yeah, yeah. But, but Ray Lewis doesn't go and grab his crotch doesn't in front ma- of those. I, it doesn't matter. He, he goes around it. and kills people. Yeah, yeah he it. was accused of far worse things than crotch <laughs> no, grabbing. No, I get it because it's like the, the biggest villain late in the past few years in Baltimore would be David Ortiz. 
And I, so, and, or Joey Betts. Yeah, or Jose Batista. Yeah, and that these are moves that remind me of those guys. Sure. Yeah, so, but even even Joey Betts, like the bat flip thing, and yeah, I guess talking a little bit of trash, and and David Ortiz too a little bit, but they didn't really fully embrace being well, right jerks. Right. Yeah. Uh, where man, they didn't Manny, do an interview and say, "Yeah, I'm not gonna hustle." Yeah, like Manny's all in on this, and I yeah, actually yeah. I enjoy it more, and I'm rooting and for more. That's the other side that I I go from each extreme. I hate it, or I'm like, I think I'm gonna buy a Manny jersey for whatever team he goes to after the Dodgers, because because I'm all in with Manny. Screw the Orioles. I'm a Manny fan now. Yeah, because what's Manny's? And, and I I guess I just identify a lot, and I think Josh does too. And I think this is why Josh doesn't like him because he sees too much of himself. And it shames and embarrasses him. <laughs> we I, got the same hairstyles. Where I see him. Oh, yeah, the hairstyles. <laughs> yeah, the hairstyles have something. And the, tat- the tattoo of his wife's face <laughs> on his arm. But, but like, the, the notion of... Trash. Are you going to do, like, <laughs> shady, jerky things and then go back to the press and, like, say just a politically correct thing, which most people would do? Or, I love Manny's approach. All right, I'm just going to embrace it. Yeah. I'm going to look in the crowd grab my crotch <laughs> and just kind of <laughs> go all in. They're going to hate me and I'm just going to make them hate me. And for me as a baseball fan, it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I like Manny for kind of embracing this and not just being wishy-washy about sure. it. I'm going to keep I'm, sliding dirty. I'm going to keep right. punching yes. the shortstop. Yes. I, all right. Here's the deal. And I can't wait to watch him it. in Boston. I, get I hope he kicks Boston's butt. I get it. It irritates me. It drives me crazy. I, I dislike Manny because of it. I think it's, I think it's uh, poor, poor sportsmanship for kids and all that stuff. All that stuff's true. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm really irritated with Manny. I don't want I, my son watching him. I, I, it's the only way I'm going to enjoy this World Series is by laughing at Manny Machado, because it's Dodgers Red Sox. But Manny's a free agent this off season, and yeah. if he brings that crap to New York or to Boston or to, to Toronto, I, I mean, I don't think they're in the run-ins. But if he brings those two, two, two opponents. It's going to be really irritating for us. It's going to get ugly if he goes if to he any comes, team that we have to play a lot. If he comes to Camden Yards and does the suck it sign. <laughs> all right, never mind. There's I'm going to no laugh way. really hard at that. There's no way that's going to happen because they're not going to be relevant. But Yeah, there's not going to be anything anywhere near as high profile a game uh, right. as uh, of course not. Yeah. him coming to Baltimore. What would happen if and we wouldn't even boo? We'd probably just go suck it right back at him. Like I, we, I don't think we would even care that much. I, I think, yeah, I think we all just, just suck it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but he'll be doing suck it with uh, about four hundred million dollars in his pocket. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm I still have to go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. So I am done with Manny, and glad he's not an Oriole. Oh, uh, shut up, Josh. I think so. Oh, shut up. You don't mean that at all. If if you could have Manny back, you would take him back in a heartbeat. Get out of this nonsense. He's a great baseball player. He is a great baseball player. You don't want a great baseball there's, player on your team because he does suck it? There's lots of great. Because he grabs his there's, crotch? There's lots of great baseball players, and I have no uh, idea what their crotch is like. <laughs> okay. I still there's, there's lots of great baseball players out. Manny has the chance to be one of the best guys one of the like top 100 guys to ever play the game sure part of baseball is how you interact with fans how you interact on the field and it's very hard to be the villain and also this great representation for baltimore he was not the face of baseball in baltimore because baltimore was such a small market he has the chance going into this offseason to be the face of baseball and there's no way they're putting, a face of a team. There's no yeah. way that the new video game's coming out next year and it's Manny Machado grabbing his crotch. I don't think that's the shot they'll go with. Or punching <laughs> no, another but, guy's but crotch. But they're not going to put that I don't think it matters how much of an a-hole he is. It, there's tons of them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But Doesn't not, matter. It, if his his skills are going to speak for themselves. You're not going to make them the face of Major League He doesn't League need to be the face of Major League right. Baseball. I think I like Bryce Harper. He's going to collect $400 million right regardless without having to be the face of baseball. And his fan base and his teammates will love him. Yeah. They will. The, his teammates and the fan base will love him. Why? Because he's going to help that team win. Not everybody can be Cal Ripken Jr. But you're right. The media and fans won't love him. Right. He's going to only be liked in whatever team he signs on. He's going to always in be liked. City. He's always going to be liked in Baltimore. He's always going to be uh, be loved in Los Angeles, especially if he brings Baltimore, him to the World Series. Baltimore will quickly forget about Manny Machado if he come, signs with the Yankees or the Red Sox and does this same shenanigans. Oh, if he signs with the AL East, with the AL East team, yeah. he's, he's, he's dead to me. Yes. But if he signs anywhere else, I will always be a Manny Machado fan. And Dodgers, if he brings a World Series to Dodgers, no matter what he does after this, 
he uh, he will be beloved at, in Los Angeles too. But you're right. I don't think he's gonna be well liked in Milwaukee anytime soon, unless they sign him. <laughs> <laughs> that, how about that for a twist this off season? Um, all right, we gotta get to the rate. I want to get to some Orioles off season news because the off season hasn't even started and it's already a disaster for the Orioles. But before we get there, let's talk about some uh, Raven stuff. Some Raven stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, some Raven you, you stuff. Really, you really want to talk about the missed field goal? Um. Um. So that happened, right? How many straight extra point? Two hundred and twenty-two. Two hundred twenty-two. He's never missed one in his. I. I. All right. I saw on total. To, a total announcer jinx too, right? Huh? Well, no, no, because the announcer. That's not announcer jinx. Announcer, it's anyone who's calling this an announcer jinx hasn't been paying attention because the announcers say it every time he kicks yeah. the football. But this time it worked. Right, one time out of 222. Yeah, and out of the 222, we couldn't do it on some meaningless game where we were already up by two touchdowns? I did, I did find it interesting. The announcer, what the announcers did say during the game is talking to Tucker beforehand that Tucker says that home is the hardest place to kick football and that this season things changed at home to the worst because they built in those four jumbotrons in the corners. Oh, yeah, he's got to relearn how to so, kick all over well, again. Apparently it makes the wind different. So it looked I, like I a solid kick. It looked like a solid it kick. Came, it came out fine. Yeah, it looked good. It was curved. Yeah. Wow. Was that the wind, we think? Is that, is that what the conclusions are? The wind took that ball? That, that, that that's or, a strong curve from the wind. or Manny Machado was on the sideline sucking it over. Get yeah, this. I was, uh, I was listening to the whole, whole broadcast in the car. I was listening to Mark, uh, no, Jerry Sandusky. The, I was driving to Virginia there was, there yesterday. There's no hay in this barn. And I, I arrived at my destination uh, during the Ravens' last drive there. So I put my earbuds in. And was walking around the target listening to the game. And Joe Flacco threw the pass or whatever. We scored the the, uh, the touchdown at the very end of the right. game. And then you As I was getting in the car, I start the car and the game's over. I, I, I missed the call of the missed extra point. Uh, see, I was going to ask you about the call because being local announcers, I would assume local announcers would have the same reaction we all had. Of, yeah, I completely it missed it. Up and it's, I mean, it was, it was literally like the 10 seconds between unplugging my earbuds and starting my car and the game was over. I thought for sure we are going overtime. Everyone in Boston. Rude awakening. Everyone right. in, 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 was, in football. It was, it was Justin stunning. Tucker, was, was, did you see his face? Yeah, <laughs> his face was <laughs> he awesome. He couldn't believe it. Uh, so this – But your takeaway from the game. This brings to light that – uh, as I've been saying for weeks, teams that lose to the Browns never go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and now teams teams that miss an extra point never go to the Super Bowl. But in the end, that's not that big of a loss. It's not a it's not a division loss. You're not gonna win them all. So you still have you still have a shot. You still have playing they're still playing good football. This sounds like you know what Josh sounds like? Josh sounds like all the Orioles apologists which are coming out on Twitter in the woodwork saying you know oh, what, Mesa Mesa oh. is not that big of a loss. Yeah, or there, there's bigger players yeah. we can get. Gaston's not that big. And fine, you can say all Hold these. On. The Gaston, rebuild's just Gaston's, starting. Gaston's still in the play. Yeah, he's still in the play. We need to get him. I know. Even though he's just, I don't. But once he signs someone right. else, we we'll say, well, there's other guys. He's not that big of a loss. But eventually, if you lose out on all the guys, you're left with nothing. So you can say and the Browns' loss wasn't in the world. The, the this loss isn't in the world. But you add all these up and rob the players. And if, and if you made all these moves to collect six hundred six million dollars. And you don't view, do anything with it, then all those moves you need to look at differently. Even if you say, "Oh, well, we traded Gaussman and O'Day to save money." Yeah, like the Justin Tucker missed field goal. Right. I like how we're mixing you, you both these got, things. You still got that's true. <laughs> we somehow got back to baseball. I think uh, Tucker's Tucker's done. Miss <laughs> Miss one extra point. It's in his head. You can't you can't let that go now. Now where you could just. Uh, unplug, unplug your earbuds after the touchdown because you know they're going to score the extra point. Now you have to listen to it because he might miss another one. Josh, are you concerned about this? No. Kickers are it's fickle, in his head, fickle human beings. In they, his head, they are. So, are you concerned that this extra point, like Bird is, could be in his head? No, I don't care. Oh, it's I, definitely in his head. I've, I've been, no, it's not. I, have you watched football this year? Anything besides the Ravens? Every other team is missing field goals left and right. I guess they moved the field goals back in the offseason a little further, and now everybody's missing field goals or missing extra points. I don't know what's up, but everyone's missing on teams. We've been lucky in Baltimore to have a kicker who hasn't missed for 222 extra points. So out of the 70,000 people in the stadium, he's going to be the one guy that's not thinking about that time he missed the extra point. Because everyone else in the whole stadium is going to be thinking about it. Uh, he's no, he's going to be thinking about it on his next kick and his next kick. Every next kick, kick, it's it's done, it's over. <laughs> but I don't think it, it's it, this isn't Billy Cundiff. Hot issue. takes Monday. Hot Billy, takes Monday. Billy, Billy Cundiff never got another chance. Billy we Cundiff, let him go. Right, Billy Cundiff got cut and could never be the same 
could never do it again. Yeah. This isn't Tucker has a career behind him. I'm burning my Tucker jersey. This is not a playoff game. <laughs> right. The 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 pressure wasn't there and uh it's clear on online and that everyone's forgiven Tucker. They're not attacking him like Billy Cundiff. I didn't really he like Tucker. He's hook, he's yeah. the Kalupkin Jr. of the Ravens. Yeah. The the other takeaways for the game outside of the 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 Tucker thing, we, uh, our defense Could is not get off the field. Is not the 2000 Ravens defense, nah. despite what people have been saying. They're good. They yeah. can't get turnovers. They're not forcing the turnovers. Yeah, we and this is. I think the bigger concern for this team is. I think we've seen this happen. Like I saw somewhere in our last ten ga- our last ten one possession games, we're two and eight. We just don't seem to a- be able to win these close games. Right, the pressure you can't. Though, though this is a tough one to look at because we we text like we if we don't watch the game together we text during it. Yeah, and and. You, Matt, were texting that you were excited because Joe Flacco got the ball with two minutes. That's when Joe excelled. Yeah, I don't want it with five minutes. Right. I want it with two minutes. Right. Right. At five right. minutes, he struggled. At two minutes, he excelled. They drove it down. They got. They scored yeah. the touchdown. So it's hard to say. All right, they don't. They don't succeed under pressure. But did when you they, have, when they when they did when needed? Did you have any confidence that they would win that game in overtime if it went to overtime? I really didn't. I don't have any yeah. confidence in this team winning close games against good teams. No, not not the way uh, Drew Brees was. Firing on all cylinders in the second half, or at least the fourth quarter. But they yeah. scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Well, that was not. No, many. no. We the Saints? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it was 17. I'll, Maybe the second half. Was that all in the fourth quarter? I'm pretty sure it was all in the I fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking it up. All right, fine. Look it up. I. But so the, so the defense is the one issue. Um, uh, right. The defense very is much good, kind of the. Yeah. But they're not getting the turnovers. They're. they're 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 not allowing. I don't know because well, I say they're not allowing completions, but they're also they also are. They're allowing yeah. short stuff. It was a big they're deal. Not Boom! Seventeen points in the fourth quarter. Oh, I didn't. Really I hate that. it when I'm right. Yeah. All right. Fine. You win. Um, I think it was a big deal, and and I'm sure Josh, you you you'll, you'll get into it with film study. But I think it was a big deal that Humphrey was out. Well, a bigger deal. Jimmy Smith was bad. Yeah. Uh, t- offensive line was the, the patchwork. Bigger, the bigger deal was the offensive line. Okay, I thought we were talking about defense for a second, but fine, going to offense. Well, no, if you're talking about guys being hurt, the fact of no Alex Lewis, no James Hurst, then Bozeman came, comes in and Bozeman gets hurt and Bozeman twice. goes out twice hurt. Snowflake. The, the big issue with the offense was the offensive line. Yeah. Yes, the defense, <laughs> not having Jimmy Smith play well, not having hum- – Humphrey's been the star of the season – one of the stars. So, yeah, not having him hurt. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought the bigger deal – I mean, you can talk about the offensive line, I guess. Um, what, Joe Flacco was sacked one time. Um, I thought Willie Sneed not being able to catch the ball, that, that, that hurt, hurt more yep. um, than the offensive line. I thought the offensive line, considering the injuries, played pretty well. I thought Joe was rushing it a little more than he normally would because of not having the offensive line. I, I thought some good play calling, too. I liked the, the handoffs to the wide receiver, doing a little end around, quick end arounds. We got, we got to see Lamar Jackson get a touchdown. Yeah, his first of the year. Yeah, and then he would not let go of that ball. Yeah, and we see him th- he even threw the threw it through the ball once. Yeah, we saw him throw fun. it, which I uh-huh. liked. Yeah, uh, it's all you know, it, ten yards through it seven. I was yeah. like, you'll fit right in here. Right. <laughs> you'll fit right in. Well, it's all it's all setting up for the Joe Flacco, the pass to Joe Flacco. Yeah. That's what they're saving it all up for. Yeah. Um. So I mean, my my takeaway is the Saints are a really good football team. We're a good football team. They beat us. But then at that night, last night, I watched the Chiefs, and I said, "Oh my gosh, the Chiefs are so much better yeah. than the Ravens." So I think it'll be fun as we compete from to make the playoffs, just so we can get knocked out by the Patriots or Chiefs. I think it should be fun. I don't think we're a, we're a Super Bowl contending team. No. I just think we're a we're good a, team that could a, have a chance to make the playoffs. I think we're a playoff team. Yeah. We play the next couple of weeks is Panthers, Steelers, Bengals. But yeah, we, but tough we, run. But we need to get a lot better if we want to if we want to be considered a Super Bowl yeah. contender. If we want to, and we that's the whole point why we play in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bert, are you on the are you on the Ravens band? Like, where are we now? No, like, I still don't think they make the playoffs. Okay, fine. I'd I'd be pleasantly surprised if are they do. Are you going to Costco on Sundays now or no? Well, he said he was at Target this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday I was at Target in uh, Culpeper, Virginia. Oh my, does Costco know? Uh, I went to Costco on Saturday, so yeah, I didn't cheat uh, on Costco. All right, I still, I still go to time, Costco every weekend. Time for both. Costco on Pulaski Highway. See you there. Every weekend, I'm there. Uh, I if I don't get there on Saturday this week, I will go there on Sunday and not think twice about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand you, Bert. 
Well, I don't think they beat the uh, Carolina Panthers. I just enjoy. I think Cam Newton. Cam Newton. That was that was a bizarre game. game, uh, That Panthers game. Yeah, beat the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about scoring points in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. What's a what's a tougher way to lose a game? Justin Tucker missing the extra point, or the Bears throwing a hail mary and and getting tackled on like the half yard line? Oh, it's Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker all day because that because that was a miracle play that almost worked. It was a miracle that this almost was worked. a gimme play that didn't work. Right, that's true. This, that's true. This one, you know, they they talk a lot about the the sound that a goalpost makes when they hit it, dong. And, how, and how that dong you can hear reverberate through the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I wasn't at the game, but I feel like you would you had got the same feeling, even though it didn't hit the goalpost of a ball hitting the yeah of just silence. Like, I feel like all the noise got sucked out. Well, people were still celebrating uh, the touchdown. Right. Sure. Right. And and going overtime. Like, every, I was – when people were getting up to go to the bathroom. Pe- people were getting up to – Oh, yeah. To go re- refresh their um, right, we're Cheetos bowls because we got to – going overtime and I need more Cheetos in my Cheetos bowl. Oh, I – no, I was cel- – you we were texting each other celebrating. Yeah. I was on a five-minute delay on the app, but I was still still celebrating. <laughs> what app are you using? Uh, the It's the Fox app. Oh, that carries the Ravens games? Yeah. Oh, it okay. carries all live TV on Fox app. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know Cover carried NFL. Yeah. Interesting. It's just on like a, probably like a... Like because you're local or whatever? A minute and a half delay. Yeah, because it was a local game. Okay, cool. Yeah. I snook, oh. I was on Sirius XM. I snookered them into giving me three-month trial for $2. Suckers. Suckers. I'm not uh, going to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I use Slingbox for everything like that. Um, I, I want to say- subscription with the New York Times where... I, I canceled it just online version, New York Times. Then they called me to renew my subscription, and they said, you know, we'll give it to you for a dollar a month. And then I said, no, we'll give it to you for 50, 50 cents a month. And I, th- I, I kept on saying no. I thought maybe, like, quarter. if you guys – if hey, if you right. guys give me a dollar, I will subscribe. Like, you know, I'll be to that point. I'd pay 50 cents a month to not get this stupid pop-up when I'm surfing on the internet saying – You've already read your monthly quota or whatever. You guys get that? I don't read. For the Baltimore Sun, I get that, Baltimore Sun, I get I get that all the time. Yeah. Um, At least they, they give me a few free ones. The Athletic. Right. I, well, I get I, nothing. I pay for the Athletic. I'll, sh- I'll show the login. How, do, how does the Athletic <laughs> pay for all those reporters? I don't, they got every reporter works for the Athletic now. How do uh, they afford all that? Subscribers I, I, I like got, Josh. Do you think they're little, losing money? No. The, yes. They've got a, uh, they may be losing a little but because um, they're paying their reporters very well. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've had some of their reporters on uh, film study. Oh, really? As we do. Yeah. And they, they pay their reporters well. Do you think I could work for Athletic? The Athletic? Uh, you'd have to write some more first. Uh, write something, yeah. If you write some. They're, they're not in the podcast game, really. No. And I, I'm trying to, I've tried to convince them to get in the, the, uh, in, in the podcast game. They've got a podcast tab in their app. But no podcast yet. But yeah, start writing for Section Three Thirty Six, and then I'll submit your stuff to the Athletic. No, I don't really want it that bad. Two two other little things about the game that annoyed me. I hate seeing streaks end. That Drew Brees had beaten every team in the NFL except the Ravens. Right. I hate seeing that end. How about I'm the just, extra point? He thing was only ends. one. He's now only one of three quarterbacks: uh, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre. And now Drew Brees to beat every single football team. Yeah, right. you and might. he's the only one to do it on the same team. Uh, the whole time. No, no, because you can't beat every team if you're on the same team. Yeah, you can. How? The, when did he beat the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, how do you beat the Saints when you're on the Saints? I don't know. Has he beaten the Saints? Yes. Yes, because he, he, he played for San Diego. Okay. He's the Chargers. I thought. I thought. I thought That's saw... why Tom Brady's never done it. Okay. He's never left the Saints. Gotcha. I've never left the, the gotcha. Patriots. All right, you're right. <laughs> I thought. I thought I saw the Busted. report. I thought I saw the report that he did it all as the Saints. I feel like uh, Kyle Bowler lost some. Um, I know Kyle Bowler beat while the Ravens, a Ravens many quarterback. Times. I feel like he's yes. beat the Ravens <laughs> too. So I think he should get the loss right. for that. And and uh, the uh, the touchdowns in the second half. Yeah, that was going to. Yeah, I hate. I, I mean, hey, but you knew that was going to happen. Drew I'm, Brees, you're not going to hold Drew, Drew Brees without a touchdown in the second half. I'm just. It's glad, not going to happen. I'm no. just glad that when Drew Brees threw his 500th home run, we didn't have to pause the game for. Yeah, touchdown. and that sacrifice fly was awesome too. <laughs> right, <laughs> that we didn't have to pause the game to go give him a certificate and a guy come out in white gloves to grab the ball. Do you see that last week in New Orleans? Well, yeah. No, I heard about well, it, he but I didn't see it. Record. Oh, yeah, against the Redskins. Yeah. He threw like uh, 5, 10, 20 touchdowns against the Redskins. That was a little bit embarrassing for the Redskins. Uh, yeah, but what we're st- I mean, the, it was a good weekend for the Steelers who didn't play and went from third to first. Yeah, so man. That was a good weekend. Yeah, that's a good weekend. Look at them. Don't play. Three and two and one. First yeah. place record. Right. Lots of people were counting them out early. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be it'd be interesting. Our schedule's tough, though, man. I feel like there's so many bad teams in the league, but we never play them. What is the deal with that? Oh, we do. We lose to them. Oh, okay. We, that's we already deal. played the Browns, remember? Oh, yeah, we lost to them. Yeah, the that's Browns, why uh, we're not a Super Bowl contender. Right. The Browns were good for two weeks. I was going to say. we saw them. I mean, the what about like the, the, the Giants? They're, they're, they're terrible. Uh, what, what about the um, – I'm looking at your teams here. The, oh, the standings? The Bucks, they're terrible. Uh, what about the 49ers, the Cardinals? That whole division, except for the Rams, terrible. Yeah, 49ers and Cardinals have two wins between the two of them. Yeah. All right. We do get and the, they're in the same I, division. I think we got the Raiders. Yeah, and we got to play the Bills, and that the, was fun. The Rams can actually clinch the NFC West next week. <laughs> can they really? No, no, but it's okay. it's getting close. It's they're getting seven close. and zero, yeah. and their closest competition is three and three. The Rams are really good. I I thought it was neat to see the the Saints using uh, what's that guy Hill, who's basically their version of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to see how they're doing things a little differently than him with him than we're doing with Lamar. Yeah. I heard I heard the name on the radio, but I I didn't get to see. Well, I mean, because I find it interesting that people are upset that we're taking Joe Flacco out when Joe Flacco is a mediocre quarterback. The The Saints are taking one of the best Who quarterbacks in out. the history of yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, seriously. For, right. for Hill. Like, what, like, what, what, are you, what are you doing, actually? Like, why would you and, ever and take Have you seen Joe out? Flacco over the last five years? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, take a break every couple series yeah that's what i would like for to see. one play what's it gonna do yeah forget one play how about one series yeah how about one quarter oh we're gonna have a drop dump off pass short oh. of the first down give me a break <laughs> <laughs> all right can, can we switch gears and get to some orioles news yeah you want to get to some victor victor well we're good we're looping back around all right well, all we right. never really got to the orioles all right we went uh, well, oh that's yeah, right we were talking right. world series yeah, yeah yeah this has been i want to prove the point that this has been an absolute disaster offseason for the Orioles, and the yep. offseason hasn't even started yet. Yep. Yep. Um, so we lose out on Victor Victor Mesa and his brother yep. Victor Mesa. Lost out on all the victors. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what happens when you, you have a guy who, who starts the process, and then you fire him three or four days before the biggest prospects show, showcase. Like – you can't let Duquette lay all this groundwork and then fire him a couple days before. What was he process. gonna? What was he I gonna do? I don't think we were ever getting Victor Victor. Then what? What's Victor, different from firing him? Victor Victor was all set up for Miami from the beginning. Okay. But it's but maybe we could have gotten Junior. Hopefully we can still pull Gaston out of this. But it's still set up like how are you supposed to be successful at this if you fire the guy right away? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't even buy the argument that we were never gonna sign him. Because, okay, fine, then why would you trade Kevin Gossman just pretty much for this international right. sign-in money? You thought you were. Yeah, like you went all in for Victor Victor, and you swung and you missed. Like this is embarrassing. And I don't Hell care. Yeah. Um, and I don't care who is running the team or not running running the team. This is the guy you wanted, and you didn't get him. It's a loss. Like that's, that's a swing and a miss. Right. That hurts. Definitely. Um, and the other nonsense going on right now is Josh mentioned it, the lack of general manager. I just pulled up an article. The Mets are, are looking for a general manager, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the headline of this Mets article is, there are eight names to know for the Mets GM job. So eight names talking about GM jobs for the Mets. I thought this was interesting. Do you know when this article was written? July 10th, this article <laughs> right. came out. July 10th. Because, because you know what we were doing in July 10th? Still saying Dan Duquette was going to stick around. Meanwhile, I heard two days ago on the, the Orioles have a podcast uh, called the Baltimore Orioles podcast. And they had on there Brittany Giroli, MLB reporter. And she says, the Orioles are at this point compiling a list of names. What? To interview. Like, they haven't even interviewed anyone yet. They're starting to compile a list of names. How does a team that's lost 115 games wait till the end of the season to start compiling a list of names? Are you kidding me? Right, it doesn't. The, the Mets have narrowed it down. They did all their interviews, first interviews. They now inter- uh, have narrowed it down to three people, and they're going to choose from the three. Meanwhile, we're still compiling an initial list of potential candidates. It's a joke what's going on in Baltimore. Well, it's because the Orioles organization, up to the day they hired, fired Dan Duquette, were playing things as if Dan Duquette were sticking around. And then all of a sudden, they decide to fire him. So what happened? Do you think something happened that caused them to fire him at the last minute and I they weren't no planning I- on it? I have no idea because the Orioles have been unpredictable. This warehouse has been unpredictable for years. It's the opposite of the Chris Davis where everyone's like, all right, Chris Davis is gone. No problem. No big deal. We're all good with it. And they sign him. It doesn't make any sense. 
Even the Dan Duquette signing was a little bit bizarre, right? Because he was out of baseball for a while, and yeah. then he signed Dan Duquette. Yeah, and it's like, oh, look, he's doing good things over in Israel with little kids. <laughs> I mean, it's better than doing bad things in Israel with little kids. <laughs> but it's like, but this is the time when you're signing international free agents. This is the time when you're. We you're, heard all the time that we need to beef up our our sabermetric department. Right. Now is when you beef up the sabermetric but, department. But who was it that said all that? All that was said from Dan Duquette. Because ownership gave him the nod to say but that. What, I don't know. What has ownership said since they fired Dan Duquette? They've made one statement. We're going to hire someone else. That person's going to be in charge of all baseball operations. So, therefore, they're doing nothing until they hire that one guy. Well, and, 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 and we have a clear reason why. Because, obviously, they can't do anything with themselves because right. they're dysfunctional. Exactly. So they need to bring someone in there who's functional, who can actually do the job. Right. Like Manny Machado. Well, I don't let know him, about him, him for Let him run the organization. As long as I'll play shortstop, too, I'll take it. And I, it's, it's been a disaster of an offseason so far. What a, we have no... We've interviewed no one. Right. We have no list of names. No. We heard. Uh, we we missed out on the two biggest international market inter- international guys, even though we have the most money. Right. Because no one wants to play for us. The, the news that we've gotten is Mike Bordick saying, "I'd like to manage the Orioles, but no one's ever called me." And Cal <laughs> and Cal Ripken Jr. saying, "I'd like to GM the Orioles, but, but no, no one's one ever called, called me. him." Yeah. That's the only news we get. No one's calling anybody. Man, it's just a it's just a disaster, and this is shows no signing of improving. Right. We're not no. signing anyone from the Red Sox or from the Dodgers. There's no way one of those guys are leaving to come to Baltimore. Well, and at least like have your names, man. Like it can't be that all your candidates are on those teams, right? Like it can't be like all your guys you want to interview are with those. You can interview other people now. Like let's start. Like, what are you waiting for? You're, this is valuable time you're missing. I, I pulled up The Athletic because they've got these great articles about the Orioles, and I, I really like them. Yeah. Every article for the past two weeks is not about the Orioles' lack of a GM or lack of a manager. It's about Manny Machado or uh, or even this. Will Dan Duquette and Buck Showalter get jobs elsewhere? I don't care where they go. The question is, what's happening here? And the reporters don't even know because the Orioles warehouse is such a mess. There's nothing to leak because they don't know anything. Yeah, what I do know is um, the Miami Marlins, MLB updated their top 30 prospects, and they have a new guy at number one, Victor Mesa, as their number one prospect. Um, uh, so good job for the Marlins getting a new number one prospect so, in Victor Mesa. So we didn't get the Victor brothers. Um, There's a disaster, and and there are, which, and there's some O's apologists. Right, I don't like calling out specific people, but people like Camden Depot out there talking about how you know this is not a disaster. This is okay. That, this that is fine. We that we've seen it's, lots of Cuban uh, top prospects not have success in the majors. Right, it's not a devastating and and like fine. Like you could you could argue that this deal might not work out, and you could argue but that you, gotta try. you can you can get other guys. But at some point, when you keep on missing on these guys because either they don't want to sign with you or because whatever reason, it becomes a disaster. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why. If you keep on missing on – okay, so now the Orioles are in the international market. Right. Great. It's not enough to be in the international market. You actually have to sign no, guys. No, you're, you're not in the international market until you sign guys. Right. Um, Just because you have money <laughs> and you're out there and you're flinging your money around doesn't mean anything. you got to get a, someone to right. come home with you. Right. Right. And you know what it is? It's like the – it's like uh, – it's like the friend that goes out to L.A. To, to get into Hollywood and says he's in the movie industry, but really he hasn't gotten anything yet. He's just going out and doing interviews. Yeah, living in his friend's right. basement. Exactly. He's working at Blockbuster. Right. It's, he's it's, in the movie industry. It's, you're not doing anything. you got to actually do something and show that you're a Major League Baseball team. Um, we didn't get Victor Victor. There's talk now, oh, well, we still can get Sandy Gaston. Gaston. All right. Explain to me this. This kid is, As a specimen, yes, he's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. All right, fine. We'll, we'll, and yeah, and we'll play the Gaston song if we sign him. We'll, I can't wait. We'll get him in. A lot of you in the beat um, stuff going on. This kid is 16 years old. Yeah. always throw, Already throwing high 90s, guys. He's 16 years. Are we just going to have uh, Tommy John surgery for him at for his 17th birthday? He is 16 years old. How can we say this 16-year-old? Where Where is he in the prospect? I uh, I don't know. If like, every, he's 16 years old. Yeah, I mean, if, if everything works out, he could be a contributor for the Orioles in 2030. So, <laughs> I mean, all right, yeah. be, best case, he pitches when he's 18. So you're two years no, out. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, he's he's the guy that won't even see the minors 
for another three years. So That's right. true. I guess he has to finish high school. Yeah, like he literally will not be in the minor league system for another three years. Right. But if you're going to lose the international money at the end of this year, then why not just well, that's spend the thing. it? Right. Sure. That's the thing. You hire... You, like, and if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. Right. You're going to lose the money anyway. Because you sign like seven is, Gastons and right. hope one of them works out. Yes. That's how this but game Gaston is played. Gaston is nowhere near the level of Victor Victor. No. Victor Victor was the top guy. Right. Gaston's another guy. Right. Gaston, Good. Gaston is just in the in the talk of Victor Victor because he was at the same showcase. Yeah. They're not the same talent level. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like Victor's brother, right? Like Victor's brother's 17. Yeah. Not like you don't know. You just don't know. Except Victor's brother, you're you're hoping has success because of his brother, because of his dad. Still, you, you have they're the no next idea. Cal and Billy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So, uh, it's been it's just been a disaster. And so, and if we don't sign Gaston, I'm sure every Orioles apologist will throw out another name. Well, we'll sign this guy. And then we don't get him either. Right. But hey, point, and we still got the number one overall pick that you can't take that away from us. That's right. We can't, well, we'll Unless we trade it away. And you can't trade him away. Yes. Unless the that. clock runs out. But, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that could happen. <laughs> right. Or, or you draft the wrong guy. Or you draft Bobby Witt and, he's, and he, What's signed, he sees he's signed by the Orioles right. and he goes and goes to college. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, what you're going to do is what's, Bobby Witt's a shortstop, right? Yeah. So you're going to go there and it's like, oh, well, we, do, we need pitchers. So we're going to sign a pitcher because we don't want a shortstop. Hey, and I, it's like, no, you got to take the best guy. You know, if you're Gaston, though, can I ask a serious question here? If you're Gaston and you look at – and you're like somewhat intelligent and you have an agent who's somewhat intelligent and you look at the Orioles' history – of developing start starting pitching, why would you sign with even if it's the most money? Why wouldn't you go to a team like Tampa Bay, who just develops stud pitcher after stud pitcher after stud pitcher? Mm-hmm. Why would you sign with the Orioles, who are infamous for ruining their pitchers? You mean you mean you mean we have a? Did my mic just go out? I think yeah. it might have. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. My, my uh, knuckles turned off the mic, but just in our headphones, so everyone else heard me talking. <laughs> um. But how then do you convince people that to come to Baltimore? I mean, that, that's a problem. You don't. Yeah, it is a problem. Money. Uh, welcome to Section 336. You're going to rewrite this for us, Matt? <laughs> do a little Gaston song? I'll, I'll rewrite it if Bert sings it. That's Bert's department, not mine. That's true. Yeah, but even if we sign Gaston, you literally will not hear his name again for four more years at least. Yeah, right. And then he'll be a, a prospect in the minors if everything works out. When's uh, when's the draft? December? November? Uh, December is the winter meetings. Yeah, I think it's around then. November? No, no, no. no. November. The, the draft? Like the MLB oh, no, draft? The, yeah. Is in June, I June. think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because when colleges get out, I guess. Yeah. But our, all right, turn it off. Turn it off. You distracted? Yeah, it's obnoxious. <laughs> um, no, but our our big draft is coming up in December. That's that's the big draft, the Rule Five. The rule, oh, we don't have no, to no, get no, any no. more. There's Shoot. no. I mean, I guess now is when you are supposed to draft Rule Five guys. I don't. When there's no point. Draft eight, eight of them. Who cares, right? Right. right. Now eight of them. You you don't have anything in your uh, in your farm system. This yeah, is what you want. Yeah. Why not? We'll get a whole team of, of – we'll draft the whole team. Who cares? They have better players than us anyway. It's really starting to set in, me sitting at this table with you guys. What in the world are we going to talk about for the next three years? Oh, man, with the uh, world sucking. This is this is unbearable. The only thing no, – <laughs> right. We're just talking about it as a disaster. Nobody knows what what's happening. Nobody knows who's running the show. Right. We're missing out on anybody that could possibly bring some hope or some uh, something to look forward you know to. What, you know what we got to do? We and we'll be watching Chris Davis again next we gotta, year. We got to go back to the early episodes because when we started this podcast, we did so, not plan on the Orioles playing well. We're so optimistic. We were optimistic, but we didn't expect. Episode one, we were talking about how Dylan Bundy and Kevin Gosman will be pitching in a World Series. Hey, Kevin Gosman is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, he did get kind of close. <laughs> and Manny Machado's playing in a World Series this right. year. That's great. And Steve Pierce. Yeah, good for those guys. Yeah. <sighs> Scope almost made it. Trudge, you, trudging along. I, I saw. What do you? Th- I saw Dylan Atkinson. Uh, he's a friend of the show. Yeah, he's yeah, been here. I saw him on Twitter. He's like, he's saying some nonsense about. 
how he doesn't really care who wins. Um, he's not really rooting against or for anyone. He just wants to see great baseball in the World Series. Oh, uh, he's and not going my route of props, for earthquakes and all props that. Props to the baseball purist, right, who can just appreciate. And like, I'm sure Dylan means that. Like, prop to him for, for having that kind of purist mentality. But when I watch games, I need someone to root for or against. Right. And so the World Series, like, I'm all <laughs> in on rooting against the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited that, for And that's it. what it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris, you, you, can't, you can't just be like, wow, what a great hit. It doesn't matter who hit it. It was just a good yeah, hit. Yeah, I want to cheer and <laughs> boo. I can enjoy the good hits, the good plays, and then little clips on Twitter or, or online, uh, like, a, like a sports center type thing. But, yeah, to sit through a whole game, I need to root for someone to fail. Um, uh, you guys' thoughts on Chris Sale's belly button ring? <laughs> I, I, love, I love that story. I love that the media ran with it. I love that, that no one questioned it. When when he said that's that's his reasoning. I knew a guy in college that had a belly button ring, and it was the strangest thing in the did, world. Did he take it in and out all the time until he got a stomach bug? No, and it was like the thing we didn't talk about because like he could kick any of our butts. Yeah. But we're like, I, what's, I, what's with his? As soon as he leaves the room, we're all like, can you believe he has a belly button ring? Well, what's worse? Cause <laughs> I knew a guy. I knew a guy in college that had his nipples rings. That's, and I thought that was a little weird. That's more common that was, than a man to have his belly button pierced, that's for sure. See, I thought it was weirder than a belly button on a man. I don't know. A lot of like rock stars and stuff got their you know, pierced. This isn't the first time that Chris Dow's done something like this. When what, he, lied to the media? Yeah. What, when he cut up the jerseys? No, there was that incident. Though I'm I'm, I'm choosing to believe that the Chris Dow story is true. Just so it makes him a strawberry. I'm choosing to believe it. Oh, okay. Even but there was a, 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 a... We could have a new picture for the straw board up there. Straw in, stars. In, in 2015, uh, Chris Sale broke his foot. And when he broke his foot in 2015, he showed up at spring training. This is in, in the offseason. He showed up in spring training and told reporters it happened while he was delivering a roundhouse kick <laughs> to the head of a home intruder. <laughs> so this is... All right, all right. So he just likes to mess with the media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he seems like a real then, jerk to me. All right. Then how, did this, how stupid is the media to fall for it twice? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love Bob Nightingale. Fake who, news. Who tweeted it out like it was a, a real yeah, thing. Yeah, Bob Nightingale the, the guy I saw. A couple hours later was like, obviously he was joking. <laughs> right, <laughs> no, right. no, it's no. not so obvious, Bob, because yeah, yeah, you fell for Bob it. Bob fell for it. Yeah. Fake um, news. Yeah, But he is, but uh, Chris Dale is, he's soft. He 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 missed a start because he was sick or something. Yep. He's already 50 pounds and apparently lost some more weight. So uh, he, he's a joke. His fastball is down to 91 pounds per hour. He's going to be starting the opening uh, starter for for game one, uh, and I hope the Dodgers crush him. I can't stand him. And there is the drama between Chris Sale and Manny Machado um, from, right, from, I hope from earlier. Ball at the head, which should be which should be fun. It'll get brought up, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the reaction to Manny is there, is there going to be a Milwaukee like booing to to Manny, or is it going to be more of a generic it's boo? Gonna, it's going to. Um, it won't be Milwaukee like. It won't be Milwaukee like. It'll be a good at boo. first. It'll at be first. a good boo, and Certainly. then he can easily turn it into a Milwaukee or louder boo. If the series goes long, he'll do something yeah. to piss off the Boston fans. Yeah, like grab his crotch. Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah anything. He he'll be trying to break up a double now, play. I hope he grabs perfectly clean right. way. Little crotch punch. I I'm, I, I hope, the way too. I, hope I like he, the way he takes out. I think that's good. It's old school baseball. That's how I would like to go into second too. Cleats up. Cleats up. Fists up. Fists up. <laughs> sure. Crotch. That's that's how. That's, that's how, old school. That's the Ty Cobb way. Coconut right. baseball right there. That's coconut yeah, yeah. baseball. Coconut baseball. Manny Machado. Right. He's a coconut. The problem is he that, is. Josh. He the, is. The, you're the right. The problem is you don't. You normally don't see players going that way. Normally they'll go in and try to like bump, do the little hop up and take the guy down. Not not go in like. Like he's uh, doing some type of karate move, <laughs> sliding in. I, t- I think I'm starting to lean towards Manny Machado, excellent villain, yes. very strong coconut, yes. and anybody that calls him out like Christian Yellich saying he's a dirty player dirty making play. dirty plays. Oh. Guess what, Christian Yellich? You're the latest straw star. <laughs> anybody who calls out Manny Machado for playing dirty is automatically a strawberry I, I, I in my book. Is, as is, is Josh on that board? As irritating as Manny is for me, I hope it continues with this Boston series because it'll give me something to watch. It's entertaining. I hope he mm-hmm. grabs his crotch right at Chris Sale. And between him and like Puig is, is a similar way, right? Yeah. Um, he makes a lot of enemies. Puig does it by the way he plays <laughs> and carries himself. Isn't Puig who wanted to take the helicopter to the stadium? Yeah, because he, he didn't, didn't like the traffic. The traffic. He didn't like the traffic. Which I love that. That's a coconut move, too. <laughs> I hope uh, Chris Sale throws at Manny Machado. Manny, Pot- Manny Machado charges the mound. And rips out Chris Sale's belly button ring through his jersey. I <laughs> uh, see, but we, we've learned Manny doesn't go for the belly. He goes a little lower. 
<laughs> well, I don't. Well, well if you got your belly button right ring, there. you might have something else pierced too. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what else he has pierced? <laughs> Not getting to that one. Maybe Manny has something pierced. The way he's making all those adjustments. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you're gonna get your face, your wife's face tattooed on your arm, you might have something else pierced. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You guys watch Manny's Insta stories? No, I try no. not. I try not to. I don't. Are they entertaining? Well, he, like he went live right right after they won the playoffs. That's how I knew they won. Like I fell asleep a- 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 before a- the game ended, and when I woke up in the morning, the push Manny's notification on my phone said Manny went live. Well, I said, well, they must have won because there's no way he would go live if they lost. Yeah. He's uh, just real. He he wasn't like this with the Orioles. He's all in on social media. Yeah. The Dodgers. Meanwhile. Adam Jones has been completely quiet on social media. Very quiet. You're right. Very quiet. Yeah. True, true, true. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for checking us out. Write us a review on iTunes. Check us out on – we're live every Monday night on Facebook, so tune in at and 730. Twitter. Interact with us. And on Twitter. Um, follow us on all those platforms. Tell your friends. We'll be here all, all Raven season, all Orioles off season. To just complain and whine about how terrible the offseason is going. Five years, we've missed one week. Yeah. So we'll be keep being here. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys and girls, um, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Rohde. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening. And as always, go Ravens and go O's. Get a GM. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.